grace and peace welcome back to another reflections episode of hen podcast um so it's really been hard for me to keep up with my consistent posting weekly um given that i am in the final season of college um for this semester and i'm grateful to god because after this semester is complete in the next in the next few weeks i have one left and then i'll be graduating college it's a huge milestone for me um and i'm grateful to god but he's just you know doing so many wonderful things in my life i've been so busy because the lord is helping me you know grow um in in many areas of my life you know taking care of my health changing my diet actually starting to work out and to be you know uh, active and to really just get through these this semester also yesterday was sunday and um they officially received me as a member um, I've been visiting there since November. Today's today's April twenty fifth, um, and I've been visiting there since November. So it's been about five or so months that I've been there, um, and it's just been an awesome journey. You know, it's been awesome just being there and learning about so many of the saints and fellowshipping with so many of the women there. And I've learned so much from them, um, and it was just an honor to to just you know, first to have the, the interview with my elder and with the pastor and for them to get to know me more. And then second, for me to, um, have the actual vows, like in front of the congregation, it was really, really awesome. So very exciting. Looking forward to how God is going to use me in that ministry. But anyways, this episode is about, um, kind of a topic that I've been speaking with it with one of my fellow sisters, um, and sis, if you're listening, shout out to you because I love you, uh, my sis Ariana. But um, this episode, I want to talk about how we are to treat those who fall into sexual sin and what we're supposed to do when we fall into sexual sin. Um, I feel like it's really hard for us to get... I don't want to say advice, get counsel from somebody who hasn't personally dealt with this sin because it's dangerous. It's very easy to fall into, especially when you put yourself in a tempting situation where you can't get out, Um, especially when you don't flee that temptation, especially when um, you knowingly walk into something that you're not supposed to and you end up falling and immediately after you feel that shame that guilt that remorse um and the goal is not to stay there but how do you get out um so what started this conversation is there was this video and honestly this video was beautiful i don't know if they were believers or not um but the couple they were worried and they were scared um because the the lady the young lady ended up getting pregnant while they were both in college and her boyfriend was scared that he wasn't going to be ready to be a father but despite the fears he stayed with her he raised the child with her and then after they graduated college they got married and they had another child and they are growing a healthy family i don't know if they're believers or not but i commend that because that family structure has not been broken that baby has not been aborted and they have stayed together supported one another and they are raising two children together um i really commend that and i saw so many comments from christians you know condemning them 
um, and saying harsh things towards them. Oh, you shouldn't be having sex before a marriage, this, that, and the other. And honestly, I feel like if you personally have not gone through that and actually experienced the grace of God after you fell into that sin, you would not be able to show grace to them to the extreme measure. Not to the extreme measure, but you wouldn't be able to show grace that they need. Three years ago, I had a boyfriend at my past church, right? And, um, it's very easy when you, it's very easy when you're putting yourself in very intimate situations um, where you two are alone. It's very easy to fall into it, especially when you are increasing everything that leads to actual intercourse. Um, so in the in that happens, I think we were on uh, vacation together. And, um, first of all, I already knew deep down I wasn't supposed to be in his room in the first place. Um, but at that time, I believed I loved him. I thought I loved him. I thought I could spend time with him. I thought I could be intimate with him and be by myself with him and be fine and not do anything. Um, but of course, when you're, you're touching and you're kissing and doing all these things, it's going to lead to that eventually. Um, and thank God it didn't get to that point. But I do know that if it went further, I personally would be a single mother or I personally would have a child. Um, but what happened after that situation is, you know, a close person to me um, didn't directly come to me to correct me, but rather told other people about it. And then that led to people telling other people and adding on to it, creating stories. And um, this situation was something that was held over my head for years, um, for for the years that I was there. And not only that, people looked at me differently. They looked at me in a more produ- provocative way, as if I wasn't um, capable of, of ministering or doing anything in the ministry. Um, they looked at me in ways that, like... Uh, I need to be kept away from certain men in the church or even certain guys there or that would come there that actually heard about that situation would think I'm easy and that I'll be more willing to do things with them. Um, but that's not the case. <laughs> it really was me putting myself in a tempting situation that I shouldn't have been in. And when temptation presented itself, it went further than it should have. Um, I did not flee the temptation. I did not resist the enemy. Um, I gave into the desires of my flesh. I did not walk by the spirit. And of course, I'm to blame for that. (laughs) Um, But since then, I have been able to repent and turn from that sin to learn how to not put myself in those situations, um, to learn how to flee temptation, to learn how to completely avoid tempting situations and also to, um, to remember to always run to God immediately after I sin and realizing that also Christians can be so judgmental when you fall into these grievous sins Um, but the reality is that we struggle with besetting sins and we fall into grievous sins as Christians but we can turn back to our father be restored we can repent we can confess of that sin and be cleansed and forgiven now um I will say that that experience itself has uh, has caused me to be w- much more graceful and patient with people who struggle with the same sin. Um, so as far as how we are to treat people, we are to pray for them. We are to gently remind them of what the word of God says, how those who um, 
commit sexual immorality will not inherit the kingdom of God. We are to gently restore them to repentance um, and encourage them to confess that sin. And we are to support them. We are to love them. We are to pray for them. We are to be graceful towards them, um, encouraging them to continue on in repentance, teaching them, hey, you know that this is your falling point. Don't put yourself in tempting situations. For me personally, like even struggling with, you know, self-pleasure, I'm not able to do certain things. There's certain music I can't listen to. There are certain things that I can't watch. There's certain atmospheres that I cannot be in because I know that I will fall into that sin. So if I know that certain things are going to tempt me to do that, it is best to abstain from them. So we have to teach each other how to do these things. Stay away from things, people, places that are going to cause you to fall into these sins. And when you do fall into that sin, return to the Lord. It's so interesting because I was reading Jeremiah 12. Jeremiah 3, 12 through 14, and God was saying, return to me, for I am merciful. And I'm paraphrasing, but it says that in many, in many of the, the, the minor prophets and even the major prophets of the Old Testament, where God says, just return to me, return to me with, with repentance, with mourning, with sackcloth and ashes, with fasting and praying, return to me. For I am abounding in loving kindness, or I am, I will abundantly pardon you. Um, I will wash you and make you clean. That is the Lord's promise. So why do we not turn to Him? Um, that is what we need to do when we fall into a grievous sin. Turn back to the Lord. Learn from the Scriptures how we are to um, avoid these situations, and to also pray, asking the Lord to deliver us from temptation, to keep us from the evil one, asking the Lord to help us. Uh, flee temptation and resist the enemy so that we will not sin against him also being in the scriptures is the most important aspect um you know david said i have stored your word up in my heart so that i may not sin against you if we're not in the scriptures often we have no we have we have nothing to actually help us stop sinning um and i really believe what helps us to stop sinning is constantly seeing the glory of god especially in his works and especially in his promises when we know the promises of god um and we see how far they exceed the promises of temptation promises of sin or the lies of sin um it helps us to deny that sin knowing that god has something better god has a plan for our sexual desires god has a plan for all of our desires um and that's why i like how james talks about how every good and perfect gift comes from god don't be deceived and he says that just after speaking about sin you know how temptation gives birth to sin and sin gives birth to death but don't be deceived god every good and perfect gift comes from god above um and when we trust those promises that god has good gifts and he has plans for those desires um, and we, we are trusting those promises and we are loving God. We're growing in love for him um, and his character, his works, his nature. That's going to help us um, knowing the word and knowing those promises and storing them in our heart is going to help us to not sin against him. So that is we are, what we are to do. And when somebody falls into that sin, why do we condemn them? Um, why do we put in uh, an impossible standard on somebody else that we can't even fill ourselves? Um, and I feel like we're very much acting like Pharisees when we do that, putting impossible burdens on people. If you're in a tempting situation, and you, <laughs> most likely you are going to fall there, um, unless by the grace of God, um, he provides you that escape. Um, but sometimes we don't take that escape because we want to do that sin. 
Um, So we need to support one another. We need to not condemn one another, but to gently restore one another. And not only is it important of how we say things, but what we say and making sure that we are treating them as Christ treats them. How did Christ treat sinners in the New Testament? That is how we are to treat one another and to be gentle and patient with one another. Um, Reminding each other of scriptural truths and what the word of God says. So so glad to finally like just get this out because I was going to sit on my mind for a few days but lord willing I'll be posting a new episode tomorrow um talking about the character of God so stay tuned for that with all that being said grace peace and love